state and still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I am Charles Diamond, aka Doc Brown, here with Ali, aka Ali. Raj, aka Unwritten Rules. And we are recording this on a lovely Monday morning after the Lakers have lost to the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden. Uh, the game ended, of course, with LeBron James being blocked by Mario Hozonia. The Lakers have been swept with that loss by the Knicks this yeah. season. Yeah. You don't like to say that out loud. That's not a good feeling. <laughs> Makes you want to, it gives you a little bit of throw up in your mouth. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> the game itself, well, Ali, you sort of, uh, you alluded to that that offline just now. Uh, the game itself, it wasn't, losing is sad, uh, but ending the game, scoring one point in the final three minutes is even sadder. Uh, and the way in which the Lakers were unable to generate more than one point was even sadder. Al, you were talking about that earlier. So, do you want to do you want do you want to start us off by by breaking down exactly what happened on on the Lakers' offense in that last two and a half minutes? Yeah. Uh, first, uh, before I begin, I want to say uh, I'm more disappointed in myself than I am with the Lakers because I actually allowed myself to believe that they were going to win. With uh, two minutes remaining, and I let that thought enter my mind, and I shouldn't have. So, that's on me. Um, secondly, the they were up 123 to 116 with two minutes remaining, and Crusoe hit two free throws. And the way they got to there was through ball movement and, you know, moving it around and, you know, not just keeping it at one place. And in the final two minutes, they throughout four straight LeBron ISOs, where it led to a missed three, uh, driving layup blocked, uh, mid-range jump shot missed, and a running jump shot blocked. So I don't know why they decided to just, you know, go away from the game plan. I think they also allowed in their mind that they won, so running ISOs and running out the clock in that type of way works. Uh, so we both made the same mistake that, that game. Yeah, I I said I don't want to live in a world where LeBron was actually trying to score on those possessions. Like I, <laughs> there's no universe where LeBron shouldn't be able to score in four straight ISOs against a team that's won, I think, like 12 games, something like that. So. Yeah, because that, like, that final yeah, yeah. drive to the basket, like I don't think if you give him that opportunity back again, I think he just goes right past him. There's no way that he should be able to lock him up like that. Does he? I mean, he had four tries. <laughs> yeah, you, you you got me there. Yeah, I, I it was like I I was imagining that watching LeBron in the in the the latter I guess the last couple of minutes of that game was like if Game Three of Toronto last year, if he just mm-hmm. instead of making all those fadeaways just was breaking all of them <laughs> and you were just like and because when he was doing that in toronto everybody was like what kind of shot is that and then it went in so it was uh-huh. le- le- yesterday it was kind of like what kind of shot is that and then it still didn't go in but it just kept happening over and over and over <laughs> and over again um that was that was pretty brutal to watch 
Yeah, they. Um, I saw on Twitter it was a side by side of LeBron's like uh, driving floater over Toronto, and then the one against the Knicks last night or mm-hmm. yesterday. Oh Monday. yeah, oh, not even last night. I'm <laughs> still getting used to a nine a.m. game, uh, and they had that side by side, and I was like, of course, the one on my team is just the one where he doesn't do, you know, doesn't hit the shot. Yeah, difference is Toronto didn't have a Mario Hizonja. Arizona. <laughs> That's what's missing, obviously. That's a good point. I mean, he is a free agent this year, so if you can't beat him, join him. Hopefully, he can join the Lakers because that way we won't lose to the Knicks again on St. Patrick's yeah. Day next year. Can yeah, I let's... can I do a quick aside, really quick? I, I again, we all know I'm on the East Coast. It blows my mind that that game started at nine o'clock in the morning for you. <laughs> yeah, that's just I... that blows my mind. I I said how I actually like because a lot of people said they didn't like it and I was like I actually like it. It forces me to get up and you know like I get my coffee and can drink coffee while watching the game. And I actually was continuing to like it throughout the game. And then at the end when they lost, I was like I hate that time. Now all I'm gonna do is think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. It's like all that starts your day off right there. Yeah, exactly. You're at 11:30 and you're just like. Wow, the Lakers just lost the Knicks, and I still have like ten hours, more than ten <laughs> hours left in my day. So Ali texts me. He's like, "Hey, do you want to meet up to watch this game?" I'm like, well, "It's kind of early. It's nine a.m." But you know, <laughs> it was a good thing we didn't meet up for that one, though. Yeah, oh no, I gosh. texted him, and I was like, "It's a good thing we did not meet up for that game, because <laughs> that would not have been that would not have been a good one. He would have seen the ugly side of me." <laughs> 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 um, I guess. Well, I, I guess we can talk about uh, before we talk about the, the what, what transpired after the game and the comments after the game. We can keep it on the court for now. Um, shout out to Kuzma, man. What what a what a what a diverse array of skills that he showed <laughs> yesterday. I don't think that that was his career high, right? In assists, he had. Did he finish with yeah. eight? Finish with uh, ten. Finished with 10? Mm-hmm. I believe. He, last game, he finished with 10, too. So, it was a, wait, are you... He really finished with 10 yesterday? Oh, no. He finished with 8 yesterday. Oh, 8. Okay. And so, he uh, he finished with 10 the other day, which was his uh, right. career high. Mm-hmm. So, that's actually... That's pretty good. Kuzma's... At least he's trying something different within... I mean, like, he's always been a, he's a decent passer. He just doesn't show it off as often. But... I guess he's like taken into his own hands to you know try out different parts of his game with these few games left and these games not truly being a difference maker. So he's just trying out different parts of his game, which is nice to see. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think he does this when like he knows he's getting like his shots. You know, mm-hmm. like um, he knows that he doesn't have to like worry about um, his scoring is going to come, so he can kind of focus on his assists and things like that. He did that earlier too in the year, I think. There was a game in Memphis where he had like a bunch of assists as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has that in his game. He just needs to show it more. Yeah, he showed a good percentage too. He went eight for fourteen. He didn't hit a three, but right. but then he's he had a plus minus of minus seventeen, which that came out of nowhere to me. Yeah, I I, I count him as a minus five. That last like two minutes don't count to me. That's yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. I'm adjusting fair. everyone's plus minuses. Yeah. The game ended before that little run that you talked about that that horrifying run yeah uh, also my friend texted me yesterday 
and he just sends me the Lou Williams buzzer beater, and he goes, one LA team can actually make buzzer beaters, and I was just sent him a nice little f*** you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was unexpected. <laughs> more That'll sad watching nice. D'Angelo that game. That was, uh, that was What's up? It was more sad watching D'Angelo that oh, game. Oh, yeah. Really. Oh, yeah. I, oh. I saw... I didn't see the actual game. I watched the highlights afterwards, but... That was. Did you see the when he uh, when he took Montrez off the dribble? Oh, yeah. That was nasty. That was so nasty. Oh, the floater was disgusting. It still yeah. went in. It looked nasty when he shot it, but like just the way he got to there was beautiful. Hmm. What did he finish? I need with? to go he back and watch like, the highlights. He had like 30, 30 Yeah, um, he had like thirty something points, ten assists, and like five rebounds. Yeah, just insane. Ugh. You know, <laughs> meanwhile, that guy used to be a Laker. <laughs> it's okay though. We need that cap space so we can get yes. blocked by Mario Sonia. Yes. Um, yes, one, another quick thing: Zubok be on a winning team. <laughs> another quick thing from the game: um, I, I just felt like Caruso ended up on the floor like a half dozen times throughout the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, God, I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that who who was it that elbowed him? Was it Trier? Yeah, it was yeah, Trier. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> like they call it flagrant so, on that. They, th- yeah, they did. They did. Um, yeah, they did. I it was so. funny because when I w- I was I was there and like pe- people around me were like because because it happened. And then, like, you know, they went to the monitor. (laughs) The the contact was made. They went to the monitor, and people around me were like, what are we reviewing? Like, why are we reviewing that for a flagrant? This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And then they play on, like, the Jumbotron again. (laughs) And, like, in slow motion, you, like, because I'm not going to say Trier did it on purpose, quote, unquote. But he his arm moved a little unnaturally. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah. Right? He was trying to get the contact. He didn't mean to hit him in the face. He was just trying to get contact. Yeah, yeah. But did you, Oh, he got contact. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear what Caruso said after the game? No, no. They're like, um, do you think like it was on purpose? He's like, no, I don't think it was on purpose. My elbow, my face just happened to be where his elbow was. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I think I think Rondo said after the game that he thought Caruso was gonna have to leave in an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that, that. man is tough though. I res- I respected. Uh, he took he did, he dev- he. I mean, he took a lot of punishment, um, but he was still like diving on the floor, still like trying to take charges and and whatnot throughout the yeah, game. He, that took, was, uh, he, he had like he had five steals, three blocks, and then he took two charges, and then that dive that he had on the floor. I thought half of his skin off his arm was going to just come off. It sounded <laughs> nasty. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, uh, to both the fall and also to the image uh, that you just uh, beautifully yes. placed into my mind. <laughs> You're welcome. You're, it's early. Come on. I got to wake you up somehow. Yeah. Uh, people. Sorry. Go ahead. The people don't know. It's like 6 a.m. where we're yeah. at. So. <laughs> yeah. Like I have my window my shades like all the way up and i'm just looking outside and i can't see a thing <laughs> you're, uh, you're, you're letting people get a window into the factory right now they're seeing how the sausage is made <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> uh i saw a tweet from bj meta uh 
Rondo <laughs> on 15 minutes uh, with LeBron against the Knicks, plus one. Rondo off 20 minutes, plus 25. <laughs> and not just that, he then quote tweeted it and said, since LeBron returned, um, LeBron's net rating with Rondo on, negative 8.8. With Lo- Rondo off, plus 7.9. I don't, I don't get, ha- like, do you think they see this? I hope so. Like, I really hope so. Maybe they're just saying, no, we want to lose, so we're going to play them together a lot. Uh, but it just makes no sense to me. I think it's in his contract. He has to get his 30 minutes. <laughs> he only got 20. He only got 28 tonight, so yeah, only. look out for 32 minutes next game. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I haven't looked this up, but I want to guess that he's probably averaged the second most minutes since the All-Star break. But I, I don't know that because I haven't looked it up, but it feels like that. Because a lot of times when I look, he's either the most minutes or second most minutes. Yeah. That just blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. Those all our minds. I love that video you posted with, like, I think he was telling Caruso something. Oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how bad I play. Like, it doesn't matter if you get, like, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. <laughs> I'm still playing more than you, and the Cruz is like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> yeah, Cruz is Cruz with uh, mouths. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh man. Also, really quickly, I love when um, I love when people don't know who Alex Caruso is, like fans of other teams, and they just assume that he's like 35 years old. Because uh, that, like, when I was at the game, there were Knicks fans behind me who were like, "Who is that old guy on the Lakers?" I'm like, that old guy is younger than me, so why don't you calm down? Yeah, um, they're he's part. He, uh, Raj, I saw you say that he you've you've uh, yes. put him with the young core. Yes, I hereby officially um, add him to the young core now. He's, wow, that's big. That's a big move. Wow. Are, you, are you sure you're ready for that? Because there can be like a lot of disappointment next this summer. Then there's I'm a chance he it. doesn't join the team next summer. Well, that's part of being the part of the young core. You play yeah, well I was gonna bit. say. <laughs> you get moved. I was say, but <laughs> if you're part of the young core, all that means is you're getting traded for Anthony Davis. So. <laughs> <laughs> Matt just gonna call and be like, "Listen, we don't have Zubok anymore, but there's this guy named Alex Caruso. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's killed it near the end of the season." <laughs> so, uh, wait, I wanted to ask, uh, Rick, you were at the game. Is there anything you see differently, like when you're at the game that like you don't see, like when you're watching on TV, like last, like in the last game, you think? So, I, n- not from like a strategy perspective. Um, mm-hmm. I think seeing, first of all, I've never seen LeBron James before. That was the first time I've ever seen him mm-hmm. um, in person. Mm-hmm. And how do you, how do you feel? He, I feel like he's gigantic. <laughs> and I <laughs> like watching the game. It's, it's like I got frustrated because I was like, especially during the, like the last couple minutes, because I was like, this is the first time I've ever seen, I'm ever seeing him. He is so huge that he looks physically unstoppable. Like, I'm watching and I'm like, there's no way anyone can do anything to stop you. Why aren't then, you scoring more right now? Like, that's that was how I felt. And I've, I never feel that way when I watch on TV. I'm always like, oh, like, yeah, he, all right, good play. Like, way to make the right basketball play, good pass. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, in yeah. person, I was just like, yo, 
you, this this should literally be the LeBron James show for forty eight minutes. You are not human compared to the rest of these guys. Um, so that was that was actually frustrating. Also, I didn't. I mean, obviously Kuzma's like six nine, right? Whatever. Watching Kuz in person, it like I guess I don't know. He he's special, man. That he is huge and he's smooth. And I just mm-hmm. like I guess watching on TV, I'm like, oh yeah, he's good, like whatever, it's Kuzma. But in person, I was I, like, I was I was kind of in awe, like watching him stand next to LeBron. I was yeah. like, Kuzma, like you got he's he's got the body for it, he's got the size for it, he's smooth, he's like I, I don't know. It was uh, I, I like yeah. Kuz a lot more after watching him in person. I'll say that Kuz, I was, Kuz it was very impressive. Kuz is pretty damn tall. Like you don't you don't see it on the tv too much but when you right. see him in person it's like oh he's he's pretty big yeah and yeah i had that and... yeah i had that with kuz when i saw him like in summer league and then the other guy that like really jumped off like i was at the the, the second like delo second summer league and when i saw larry nance i was like holy crap this guy is huge <laughs> like I, you don't notice that like on tv at all but then like when you're courtside right there and like I'm like, dude, why are you not, like, dunking on everybody? Like, you are, like, <laughs> huge and athletic. And he's out here shooting, like, mid-range jumpers. I'm like, <laughs> so, like, but that's, so that was what I was experiencing with Kuz because I remember he had, like, this one, like, floater, you know, right, like, right mm-hmm. under under the free throw line. And I was like, dude, you are 6'9", you're huge, and you just hit that floater like you were, like, a 6'2 guard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, watching him be that big and be that smooth with the, with the ball in his hands was crazy. Let me, let me ask you this. Uh, you said when you saw LeBron, like, he seemed like he was unstoppable, right? Yeah. Uh, what about when you saw Hanzonia? <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, when I first saw, like, when I, when I came to the game, I was sitting closer to the... Um, Closer to the where the the Lakers were, were scoring in the first mm-hmm. half, where the, that mm-hmm. their basket. So then they switched, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and and when I saw Hazonia on <laughs> offense, um, you know, closer to me, uh-huh. I, I just mm-hmm. you know I saw one play and I was like, oh man, he's going to be a problem for the rest of the game. This guy's a LeBron stopper. I just saw it, you know. You know, yep. you see somebody sometimes, and you just get a feeling. And yep. the feeling I got from Mario Hazonia was like, oh, this this dude's going to be trouble. He's uh, mm-hmm. he's something special. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's not <laughs> what I thought at all, by the way. Um, <laughs> Raj, you pointed out real well that uh, Hazonia has, messed, uh, has like picked fights with Giannis right. and LeBron. He didn't really pick a fight with LeBron. but no, well, I mean, he pointed at him and laughed at him at the end of the game. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like starting a war, I feel like. Yeah. he. I, I saw something on Twitter. I don't know if it, like, uh, the person who... Uh, I don't even know the person who tweeted it out, but it was like mm-hmm. Hanzonia's, uh post game comments, mm-hmm. and it was actually like complimenting LeBron, saying like how like you can't really stop LeBron or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, if they, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I don't know if they were true or not because I I didn't know the the uh, the account, but it's, mm-hmm. I'm guessing it is, which was pretty no. pretty humbling uh, answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he did that. say that. Okay. I'm still, I'm still gonna. He still hasn't had a great season, so I will, I will say that. But that was very, that was very humbling of him to say that. Before we, um, before we talk about other post game comments, there was one in game comment that I wanted to discuss, um, and I didn't see this live, obviously, because I was there. But it was Walt Frazier, um, oh, yeah. during the during the timeout, sort of just like ripped into LeBron. Uh, because he yeah. wasn't talking to the guys in the huddle and basically said he doesn't care right now. That was right. yeah. 
Um, which was kind of brutal. That was kind of brutal because he ripped into him for like 45 seconds of airtime. Um, and I, I don't know. It did kind of seem like LeBron didn't care in that moment. <laughs> uh, side note, Clyde is like great. Like I watched the whole game on the New York's broadcast. Like that dude is amazing. <laughs> like, he's, he's, I love his voice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like it's so serendipity and things like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's awesome. It's incredible. Uh, he actually said, uh, yeah, he said a couple things. He also said, like, LeBron didn't even, like, he didn't think LeBron really was even trying for, like, most of the game. And oh, he I, said it, like, complimentary. That. He's just like, LeBron hasn't even worked up a sweat, folks. And it was, like, the third <laughs> quarter, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a backhanded compliment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounded positive, but then you think about it, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's saying how, like, he's not even trying, and you're like, wow, imagine if he was, and you're like, yeah. oh, wait, why isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, LeBron tank commander? Nah. Well, but on the one so, he was com- the one he was commenting, commenting, I don't think, like, that was, he was talking to a trainer, so I don't think that was as bad as, like, the, the last game where he was sitting, like, far on the bench. Yeah, no, he was, he was talking to, he was talking to Tyson Chandler. Was the that one, Chandler? The cl- yeah, with Le- the one with LeBron, uh, like when Clyde was like ripping into LeBron. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was he was talking to Tyson Chandler. So he technically was that. talking to a teammate. I don't. I I think I think that got overblown completely. Yeah, I, I'm personally of the opinion that it's always overblown. Like I don't really timeouts are like, especially they're like two minutes in national games. They're like two and a half minutes or, or more. Yeah, and like I'm not really concerned with how guys spend 30 seconds out of that two and a half minutes, or like yeah. where they're sitting. I maybe that's just me. I just I don't care about that kind of stuff. like I don't think <laughs> I don't think LeBron doesn't care because he was sitting uh, right you know, on the end of the mm-hmm. bench. Like that's I don't. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, obviously we're just joking about LeBron, but like the dude scored 33 points and had six rebounds and eight assists. Like I think, yeah, I think he, I think he was playing. I think he was giving an effort. Like I think he was playing basketball. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. just because he was sitting down during a timeout is yeah. not the thing we need to. Now the the eight straight ISOs to end the game, we can talk about that for <laughs> sure all day. Um, but Hold not up, not his- eight. It was like 15. <laughs> 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 but but the seating arrangements never really stressed me out. <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree. how it's crazy is it that after the game, like the most talked about things were like the possibly the the seat where he was sitting was talked about more mm-hmm. than the block itself. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's just that when you watch like other teams, I guess you don't see that. So I'm thinking maybe that's why. Like I watch like the Brooklyn Clipper game, and you don't see people sitting like three seats, you know, away from mm-hmm. somebody, but. Yeah, it's probably not a big deal. It's just I don't think it's normal that you can like in the NBA. To your yeah. point, too, I guess part of what makes it such a a stark or a, a stark image or a, an image that's sort of burned into people's head is that it's it's LeBron, like he's the best player on the team, and mm-hmm. the team's really young. So you would th- you would want or you would imagine that. If you romanticize it, I guess you would imagine that like every break is like a teachable moment for LeBron to be, you know, coaching yeah. up this very young team that probably all look up to him. Um, but again, I feel like that might be more romanticization, which I hope is a word, than actual actual yeah, analysis. Uh, um, go ahead. 
Uh, Ali, you said he was talking to Tyson Chandler, right? On the, yeah. On the side there. Yeah, I haven't seen Tyson Chandler in like 30 <laughs> days, I think. So <laughs> totally forgot what he looks like. So I must have not seen him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I was thinking the same with Zubok, too. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. That's sad. I'm sorry. 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 That's sad. He had a so. he had a bad game, so I felt bad. Who's Zubak? Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Today, he was like two for nine or something. Wow. Oh. I didn't know Zubats had the ability to have bad games. I thought I thought it was all just twenty six and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> he was one for nine today, so Muscala wins today. <laughs> the... <laughs> That's good. Not enough people are talking about that. That needs to be that needs to be out there. Uh, I went to a Clipper game the other day, and Zubok had I can't remember how many rebounds, but he had like fourteen rebounds or something. And his shooting percentage was way off. But it's just because like he tipped it, he tipped the ball so many times on the offensive end for like offensive rebounds, he just kept missing the putback. And I was like, damn, I didn't ever realize like that could really like just kill your percentage or like tip like. Just trying to put the ball back in. <laughs> that deserves a study. Like, that deserves a video study, academic study. Because there's guys like that, like those seven-footers who aren't, like, particularly mobile but are strong, who can yeah. just, like, post up there and just, like, continue over and over. I feel like that happens with JaVale often, too. Yeah. I want to yeah. know what the effect has been on mistips. Yeah. The effect of mistips on field goal percentage. That's a great study. There was legit a play where he got three offensive rebounds, but he tried to tip it in and just failed each time. And I was like, damn, that just destroyed his field goal percentage. Were you at the Blazer game? Was that that yeah. one? Yeah. Okay, CJ yeah, so went he... off in the fourth quarter. That was pretty fun to see in person. <laughs> yeah, so he was 4-15 to 15 in that one. Yeah, yeah. How many rebounds? 15 rebounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for looking that up. So Muscala won that day too then. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Has Muscala ever gotten 15 rebounds in a game? In his I career, doubt it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't have like the Mike Muscala game log easily accessible right now, but I had a. This is gonna sidetrack. So this is gonna be one of those tangents we have. Uh, I got asked this question yesterday, and I was like, I want to share this question with you guys. Who, in no particular order, can you give me your top five players you'd give the ball to for the final second to shoot the ball? And this doesn't mean, like, just catch and shoot. This is, like, give them the ball and, like, I need a bucket to win the game. But, like, like current all, NBA players. Oh, current. Yeah. So, no, we can't put Kobe in there. <laughs> Damn. You already knew what was happening. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Kobe, 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 and Mamba. <laughs> I, can, I can start it off. If you okay, want. go ahead. Or do you do you have your five? No, I'm still thinking. So go okay. ahead. Okay. All right. All right. So I gotta. Uh, okay. So this isn't react, and this is in no order. So I'm putting I'm putting Dame in there. Dame's going in my top five. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. putting I'm putting Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I'm putting Harden. Mm-hmm. Now this isn't reactionary to yesterday. <laughs> this is not. I just, besides last season, LeBron was never, like, you know, the go-to guy to win the game. He, I mean, like, he had, like, he's had a few buzzer beaters, but I don't, I don't put LeBron in my top five for that. Uh, I, I don't know if that's a huge take. 
I, I think, I don't think, I think a lot is. of people don't. That doesn't mean he's not the best player in the NBA. I just wouldn't have him in there. Um, so I don't. I wouldn't have Giannis too, just because like his his shot. Uh, mm-hmm. So because of that, I'd put Ben Simmons in there. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, wow, I thought you were serious <laughs> for a second. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so I have Harden, Kevin Durant, um, Dame. And again, not reactionary. I've said this often. I would put Lou Williams in there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Not reactionary. I swear. It could be, but I. <laughs> it could be, but I think I'd have him in there just because the dude. Like we've watched him. He could get a bucket whenever he wants. Yeah. Uh, I have Lou in there, and then for the fifth. Ooh. Do you guys? Do you guys have your five? Because I gotta think of my fifth. Raj, I'm ready to go. Are you ready All to right. go? Yeah, go ahead, and I'll go after you. All right, I'm gonna copy you with uh with KD mm-hmm. and and James Harden, mm-hmm. uh, just because those are obvious. You're not gonna um, copy me with Dame, huh? I'm not gonna copy you with Dame. I think Kyrie for me is gonna take Dame's spot there. Okay. Um, just because Kyrie is Kyrie is different. Okay. Kyrie, if I, I yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I would like to choose specifically Cleveland Cavalier Kyrie. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> game game seven Kyrie. Yeah, exactly. Um I'm gonna go against the grain a little bit. I'm gonna go Joel Embiid in this list. Wow. Um, right. Because I feel like in the post, literally there's no one who can guard him in the post. He's he's gonna force you to foul. And he he does a really good job of drawing fouls in the post like that. Yeah, but um or, if, or force if, a double team. Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say, what if Azoni is guarding him? But I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay off on that. <laughs> well, then you know, then they're gonna lose to the Knicks. Um, yeah, and he, and he, he forces double teams, and he's good at passing out of those double teams and finding, finding guys open um, on, on the, on the three point line. So I like, I like Joel a lot. I trust mm-hmm. Joel with the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was four, right? Mm-hmm. I really want to copy you. And say Lou will, mm-hmm. but I just can't do that. No, uh, so I'm gonna go with Mike on, Muscala. Join, join in, bro. Join in. You're good. Mike no, I'm gonna stick with Mike Muscala. I'm gonna stick with him. Oh, jeez. Um, who, by the way, quick aside, had 13 rebounds on March 31st, 2015, and that is his career high. Wow. 13 rebounds. I Four you know what? Ago? I was not expecting that. So props to Muscala. I did not. Didn't, <laughs> this is NBA or college. This is, this is the NBA, but I appreciate I appreciate Raj you you discerning that yes, it was four years ago. <laughs> oh man, my fifth is Giannis. By the way, just throwing that out there. But okay, because if a guy can walk to the rim from the half court line in three steps, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, a gather and two steps, mm-hmm. then I'm pretty sure I trust him. So we couldn't even get Prime Muscala. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> we got washed Muscala. We got tail end of career. We got prime. We got blocked by Muscala. Mario Hazonia Muscala. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm shocked. None of you put Brandon Ingram in there. Like, come on. You know what? I still have a spot available. So, I mean, I said Giannis. That's basically Brandon Ingram, but like two oh, years sure. before now. You know, so. Yeah. So I got um, D'Angelo Russell. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I Julius Randle. I'm okay with you putting him in there. Yeah, he's been actually really good. But um, I have uh, Kyrie, 
obviously. And then uh, I actually think Dame is like better as a closer, but that's another topic. I got Kyrie, Dame, Katie, Steph. What was that four? And then I don't know. I guess Harden. Would you put Harden in there? That's like. Yeah. I feel like I he he's closed like thirty games against us recently. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> He'll find a way to get free throws. Harden, Harden with the ball in his hands is as close to guaranteed points as like I've seen since Kobe. Yeah. Like it's just maybe you don't know what it's going to be. It could be an alley oop. It could be a step back. It could be free throws. It could be free throws for somebody else. But it's like you're going to get a shot at points, like most likely, yeah. and that's incredible <laughs> to me. Is yeah. like he's shooting better on his step back, like three. You know that little like almost a travel, but. They don't call it the little step back three. He's shooting better on those than like we do on wide open ones. You know, like it's just it's nuts. That's... Maybe we should try those out more often. <laughs> Yo, if Kuzma adds that to his game, that would be amazing. No, if Muscala, but he would get called for a travel. If Muscala added that, oof. Oh, yeah, we got to be careful with all this Muscala talk because his dad might hop on Twitter and say something to us. We got to be careful. Yeah, no, you're right. You're... Did you give your five? Yeah, I did. Okay. I, I, for my for my fifth, I think I've I've decided it was between Kyrie and Giannis because I said no to Giannis, but like, you know, now that I I'm sitting on it a little, I'm I'm going Kyrie. <laughs> I'm going Kyrie. <laughs> That's so. That's this is a a point of contention. We argue this at work, maybe like once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, w- if you need a bucket with like thirty seconds left, would you rather have the ball in Kyrie's hands or Steph's hands? If I need a bucket, yeah, and it doesn't have to be. You don't need them to score, but you need you need points. You need guaranteed points right now. You're down by one. You need guaranteed points. Would you rather the ball be in Kyrie's hands or Steph's hands? So thirty can seconds I, left, like. Uh, there's like, can I run Steph off off ball screens? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. This was my point, also, by the way, which I feel ignorant arguing that way when I just had Kyrie in my top five, but didn't have Steph. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like that's the that's the thing. Like you can do a lot with with right. four Steph without the ball in his hands and still get points versus like. Uh, not that Kyrie needs the ball in his hands, but it's gonna go yeah. one way with Kyrie yeah. versus it can go a billion ways with Steph. I think. Ooh, that's that's a really good question. Yeah. I, I think I personally, I just, I'd give it to Kyrie. Uh, I think Steph's the better player, but for that situation, I think I'm yeah. going Ky- Kyrie because I think, I don't know, I think he has a better chance of getting the bucket just because he's his hand. He's he's a better isolation player than Steph in my opinion, and so he's done yeah. it before. It, like I would rather have Steph run off screens, but you know you can't always trust that. Yeah, just like how the NBA kind of works in those last minute sections. Uh, last minute, like they usually don't run plays. It's usually like hey, let me have mm-hmm. my star player do what he does. That's why, like, yeah. I think they close with KD a lot because that's kind of like um, his thing on that team. So but- yeah, I would go with Kyrie. To be fair, it's usually not in the last two minutes of the game. Right. You don't, because they're not usually in that many close games. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Very true. All right. I was just curious. I was just curious. No, that was a good question. Um, 
Anytime you're curious about something, just go ahead and ask. Uh, well, I'm curious about what the difference is between the Lakers and the Knicks uh, is because according to LeBron, <laughs> according to LeBron, uh, there is no difference. What's the difference between their record and our record? Two teams out of the postseason. So there's no difference. Oh, don't tell me there's no difference the between the Lakers and Knicks. Don't, don't, don't bring that over here. So when he said that, when LeBron said that, I like like we said I didn't buy a lot I didn't buy into Clyde's comments that LeBron didn't care mm-hmm. but that quote kind of sounds like someone who doesn't care <laughs> <laughs> I like I get the sentiment right He's like not wrong, don't make a big a deal out of it we're yeah like we're it's too, it's like it's like you said it's two teams that are going to be in the lottery like what does it matter yeah. it's not like you know, it's yeah. not like we're world champions and we lost to the Knicks and it's like a huge deal. Like, it's just two teams out of the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, but it, that's just a very – that's the that's a very sad thing to read uh, that yeah. LeBron has said. His – his uh, side note, I know this is way off topic, but the – when we were talking about earlier about people we've seen in person, mm-hmm. I, I saw LeBron uh, last year uh, in person and he had that humongous beard – and seeing that in person was wild to me because, like, it's actually hu- it was humongous. It like you on TV, you didn't really like notice. I mean, it was big, but like seeing it in person in front of you was just like whoa. Because I saw Hardens in person, and Hardens is just Hardens. You knew it. You knew how big that beard is. <laughs> but but with LeBron, it's just so like perfectly aligned and just. <laughs> it's, it was crazy but anyways anyways uh i uh the other comment the other post-game comment lebron had about free agency it made me think like that he's just in the mindset like yeah we're getting we're getting players oh yeah i was waiting for that to like transfer into an ad on like hair grooming <laughs> like <laughs> like i thought we got a sponsor i was like well what happened <laughs> Oh, LeBron must use for hymns. Hymns is a service now. Just <laughs> oh man! Soon enough. Soon enough. You know what? Well, that was good use, practice. You know he doesn't use is the art of shaving because he has that gigantic beard. But if he did, the art of shaving is shaving is what he should go for. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna. I was gonna run into a Bevel Reed or a Dollar Shave Club Reed after that. Um, but it's all good. Maybe that'll be <laughs> next episode. Hey, Bevel, Hems, Art of Shaving, hey, guys, we're, we got you. We got hey, you. No free shout-outs. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'm going to believe all the company names. <laughs> we don't do promo for free. No, Nike, don't send us free clothing. Don't do it. Nothing. Yeah, come on. Gosh, come I'm, on, Nike. I do don't. not want a new pair of I've, 16s. Like, I've never owned Kobe's before. I don't want I, I want them, but like I don't want it for free, so don't don't send me those. How dare you? <laughs> um, yeah, so I, speaking of, uh, sorry, just to get back to LeBron's free agent comments uh, <laughs> after that non-sponsored sponsorship read. Um, I, I blame myself for that start. <laughs> no, that was Raj's fault. That was Raj's fault. Oh, that is true. I don't blame myself anymore. Raj, that's your fault. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I was excited. I was like, hey, we got a sponsor? This is amazing. <laughs> Didn't even know. 
didn't check the the forum podcast email um what if i just went off for a sponsor read and you guys are like afterwards what are you doing and you're like oh they actually messaged me and they offered the sponsorship and i just said i'd take it i didn't say we'd take it i just took it yeah only 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 for ali though <laughs> he's gotta do the read it's like yeah 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 all right it's fine read. that yeah i'm cool with that just send me like extra razors like if they just give you a box I don't need I don't need to share the profits. I just need some extra razors. That's it. Yeah, sure. Just you know, Venmo me the shipping cost though. <laughs> All right, cool. It'll be a it'll be a high charge. I need that next day air. All right, I gotta <laughs> shave ASAP. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, LeBron seemed pretty sure that a free agent is coming. Mm-hmm. Guys, so okay, there's no noise right about a free agent coming to the Lakers. The most noise I feel like is the uh the Kyrie run it back and that is like a pipe dream, right? That's not very yeah. likely. Mm-hmm. No. At at the same time, like you said LeBron is publicly putting his eggs into the free agent basket, similarly to how Magic has done for the past mm-hmm. th- this offseason and the past offseason. And I guess the the last offseason, Magic expressed a lot. I'm sorry, the last season, last year, Magic expressed a lot of confidence that he would be getting a free agent. And now we know that it was LeBron. That's who he was confident in. Um, right. And he might have also been confident in Paul George. You know, there's rumors that Paul George kind of reneged or, or whatever. Maybe they thought maybe they thought Paul George was coming. Magic also seems, and LeBron seem very comfortable and confident in the fact that a free agent is coming versus to the naked eye, to the to the... The blind eye, the uninformed mind. We're like, who the hell is gonna come here? Yeah. Um, do you guys think that the, like the fix is in? Something is in the works, like it was last year. Um, that that would make sense because of how quiet it is. You know, maybe you got maybe they're just handling their business. Um, but I, I just I feel like something has to be in the works just because like LeBron's publicly saying out loud. Hey, we need a free agent. Free agent should come, and I can't tell if he's like pining for it so to to sort of help the narrative. Like, no one wants to be the guy who quote unquote buddies up with LeBron. But if you're the guy that comes to LA and sort of helps, Le- like saves, Le- brings LeBron out of the lottery, that's a different narrative. So maybe they're kind of pitch. You're trying to pitch that. What, what do you guys think of that situation? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. What like showed me was like the AD trade kind of showed their hand to me, you know. Like if you knew someone was coming, like you didn't need to panic and like throw the whole farm right now, in my opinion. So like that's why I don't think they have like. But I'm sure they're confident. I mean, Magic and LeBron don't seem like not confident people anyway. So I feel like that's just in their personality. So I think they believe they can pitch somebody. Like I believe Magic thinks like if he gets in the room with anybody, he can probably convince them of anything so i have no doubts that he believes that yeah so i'm <laughs> i'm still hopeful like i guess like i've moved down i went from like kd and i can like no nah, that's probably not happening and then like i'm like Kawhi. i'm like oh, that's probably not happening jimmy butler yes jimmy <laughs> butler let's let's go Come on. jared dudley's a free agent right <laughs> oh my gosh oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh uh to answer your question i mean i don't i don't believe that they have a free agent in line uh i don't think so at all i think maybe what he's talking about is instead of free agent just go trade for ad again uh but no i i don't believe that but that would be really nice and i guess we'll just have to wait and see this summer is gonna be crazy yeah if we thought last year was crazy this summer is gonna be just insane (laughs) 
I think I think a huge um, thing is where that pick lands for the Lakers too. I'm not a fan of tanking. I'm not, and I don't want them to tank. But that pick also will be pretty big as far as who they get or as far as where that goes in a trade package. And I know Raj, you said that you want uh, you want them to trade that pick before they draft somebody. Right, because once they're drafted, they're like a part of the core. Like yeah. You know? <laughs> The attachment is there. I'm watching like 50 highlights of them, yeah, right away. I I just want to say, I just need to say this. Literally, the second you said, I'm not for the tank, I I had literally that second, I hit enter, and I had just typed in tankathon.com to see the (laughs) the lottery odds. Literally the same, like, that was, like, I need to go see a medium today, because that was incredible. Um, it's that it's that forum forum uh, chemistry. Yeah, that that forum chem- that forum connection. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We're in the forum <laughs> club right now. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, I want to play devil's advocate to something that Raj said uh, regarding Anthony Davis. I, I, I personally personally I agree with you um, uh-huh. about that that the way that those negotiations, if you can even call it that, were handled. That <laughs> that's, it, it, <laughs> that's the, a loose term. For, yeah, exactly. Negotiations, yeah, Patrick. Yeah, not even, <laughs> barely even discussions, not negotiations yeah. or discussions, just <laughs> that embarrassing time period. Um, I, I feel like, yes, that, that tipped their hand. I, I feel like someone could also say, though, that um, th- they were so willing to give up everyone because they knew they needed as much space as possible because they wanted to sign a free agent and have Anthony Davis. So maybe they were just trying to get it done and say, like, now you're going to join LeBron and AD. Yeah. Um, and, but, you know, I, that's, that's, that, is, that is the front office having things lined up in a way that does not – the way that the events of the season yeah. have unfolded and the offseason has unfolded does not demonstrate uh, the front office having things lined up in that way. So, Yeah, that's true. That, that being said, uh, I did want to talk about... <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to say the tank. I'm not going to do it. I did want to talk about the, the Lakers drafting situation right now uh, because currently the Lakers have the 10th worst record uh in the league, um, giving us a 3% chance at a number one overall pick and a 13.9% chance to hop into the top four. Um, the Lakers are one game behind Washington, I, I guess one game in front of Washington, to have the ninth best, which would give the Lakers a 20% chance for a top four pick. It is strange how close the Lakers are to having, like at this, at this rate, the Lakers are going to have a top 10 pick. Um, right. And man, New Orleans is right there. Washington is right there. Like a couple losses, and and the Lakers are beginning to have like a re- real chance for a top four, like a twenty five percent chance for a top four pick. At this rate, man, I I don't want to tank and I don't want to lose, but I'm I get a lot more satisfaction right now out of watching. <laughs> the tankathon odds than I do out of watching the Lakers games. <laughs> Let me say this, the the uh draft rules changing this year helps mm-hmm. the Lakers so much. And I'm Crazy. so glad those changes didn't happen at all in the previous like five years. 
Can you explain like what the biggest one is, Zach? Cause I'm still kind of confused. Like what what was the big change in that? Was it like if you get in the bottom seven, right, you have a better chance, or something like that? So I know for uh, I I don't want to botch this. Uh, for one through three, you have right. an equal percentage at the first pick. Okay. I believe uh, so. I'm not a hundred percent certain. Yeah, Rick, I believe I've heard that yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's exactly what it is. So basically, it it even the odds a little bit so yeah, instead right. of like the number one team having like a 25 percent chance at a number one pick the t- t- top three like you said all have a 14 percent chance at the number one pick and it's okay. like the the odds are dis- distributed like a lot more evenly throughout the the whole entire lottery so it used to be like you know the if you had the 14th best odds you had like i don't know like a point point three percent chance or like even even lower maybe like a point two percent chance at the number one pick but now you have a half percent and it goes up by half percent increments um until you get to two percent or the and then and then you have a three percent chance if you're if you have the tenth force record so basically it's just it's evened out a lot more yeah um, yeah if you could if you which, could go back to the last five years would you change it so that those rules applied then From a purely like basketball culture perspective, absolutely not. Because I enjoyed watching like the Sixers become the the hinky process Sixers. Like I and that wouldn't have happened. Uh, well, maybe it would have happened, but it, it wouldn't have happened with such um, such intensity because the the payoff wouldn't have been as, as guaranteed. Uh-huh. Like I enjoyed. There was a point in time where like like the league changed the rules. That's how big of a deal it was to tank. Yeah. Like that yeah. was a cultural shift, and it was fun. To be honest with you, like it was cool to see, um, and, and I, I, I'm glad we had that. And I think, obviously, I think the odds changing, like it's, it's not a huge measure. It's kind of a half measure to change the odds, but I think it will have an effect on the way teams um, right. lose because there's just there, the incentive isn't there to be as bad. Mm-hmm. Like there's no incentive to be the worst possible team. Mm-hmm. You have to be one of the three worst teams, and like, you know, that's gonna happen. <laughs> by chance like you don't have, there's just bad teams like new york exists phoenix exists cleveland's exists like they don't have to fight each other they're just bad yeah. the lakers exist oh oops. oh my god <laughs> why did you do that 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 oh is that how we're, we should just end the podcast right here just the lakers exist uh, and then end <laughs> i can't believe you just said that hey, oh, in all honesty <laughs> I mean, I never thought the Lakers would be in the position they are right now, where they're next to like teams like New Orleans. They have three more wins than Dallas. Yo. <laughs> so yeah. Luka Doncic is basically LeBron. That's what you're saying. Uh, what's the next next topic? Next one. <laughs> I will. I will say this though before we before we move on and come to a close. Um, like I said, a game in front of Washington or behind Washington, two games in front of New Orleans. Washington plays Utah tonight. Um, Utah's really good, obviously. Uh, but you know, let's 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 be rooting for Washington tonight. Put those vibes in the air. Um, and New Orleans plays Dallas tonight. So it's a big night for the tank. It's a big like, night for the tank. Yeah. So where do you see a win in this? This is the Lakers' next like. Eight games. They play against Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Sacramento, Washington, in Utah, um, at New Orleans, at OKC, at Warriors, at the Clippers. Like, there's like no wins in there. Oh my god! Yeah, we have a brutal schedule coming up. The only the only win I could see is Washington, um, only because 
I'm optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no actual analysis there. Uh, no, I was just gonna say they they tend to they have a tendency to implode. Uh, so <laughs> I could I could I could see us winning that one. I could also see us winning in Utah. Um, ironically, because I can imagine like a fan saying something racist to Braun and then him getting upset and just like going off. <laughs> but other than that, no. That is a wild. That is a wild schedule to end the season. Yes. Could you imagine if they were actually close in the playoff race? These would be some <laughs> insane games. Oh, we'd be pulling our hair out. It'd be yeah. it'd be so. That's a good thing. It's not stressful right now because we no, don't have much I, to play I, for. I disagree. I'm still stressed out of my mind. I mean, like not because I want them to win, just that they're in the position they are, regardless of what position they were going to be in. I was going to be stressed. Obviously, that one would be higher. This stress is like a I give up stress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. We can't end on that note, so we gotta keep <laughs> we gotta keep moving. Oh, so just this might sound like cynical a little bit, but like um, I was kind of thinking because like obviously Brandon had his injury, right? Mm-hmm. The like DVT, and good thing like the surgery went successful, and Lonzo's like out for the year. But doesn't that like kind of take both of them out of like being traded this summer? Like does like because if you trade them, they'd be at like their lowest value, right? Like, yeah, but- just just in terms of like asset management, like. If if history uh, shows, I, well, I just ruined that line. If history repeats itself, uh, D'Angelo Russell was traded when he was at his lowest. I don't think they care about when players are at their lowest. No, but like he wasn't hurt though. No, I'm saying like, why would another team do it? Oh, know, like, oh. like that's what I, I'm saying. I could still definitely see another team trading for him. Uh, not like for like the package they might have wanted to offer, or like the Lakers would want. Mm-hmm. But I could still see teams definitely going from. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because for uh, Brandon's injury, uh, yeah. did it? I think I read somewhere where it's not like as bad as Bosch's because it's not in the not in his leg. Right. And it's they caught it really early, mm-hmm. so it's knock on wood. Right. It's yeah. not supposed to like. There's a low chance of it coming back. Oh, for sure. I just yeah. mean, like, the risk that, like, another team would take by, like, yeah, that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm kind of like, I don't know. That's my I, way of that, thinking, like, we're getting them all back next year. So that's, like, kind of, like, the way I'm doing it. <laughs> that's <laughs> that, a, was, that's, that was a, a depressing silver lining. Yeah. yeah. No, you are you are right in that sense. And I think, and I, as cynical as it sounds, yeah, that makes me happy, too, because then it's like, all right, we're getting him back. <laughs> Because I don't think they should be traded at all. I think the route they should have taken, the, like, is just keep working through free agency and keeping the young core. Don't don't trade the young core. Yeah. In in the words of in the words of Pete Zayas, I want to I want to see things added to this team, not subtracted yeah, from this team. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, well, well to, I do to... want I do want a few things subtracted, like Lance and Rondo, and you know, all <laughs> they can be subtracted. That's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> One last cynical thing. Okay. Uh, the Orlando Magic have two more wins than us. Jesus. <laughs> Didn't we get swept by that? Oh. Uh, yeah. I know yeah, Vucevic no, we... yes. looked like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar against us. <laughs> Nikola Abdul-Vucevic. <laughs> yeah, we got swept by them. We got swept by them and the Knicks. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Um. And we were like one point away from being swept by the Cavs. I remember that game was super close in Cleveland, like as well. Yeah. 
the the uh the Nets game is that is that at Staples or is that in Brooklyn? That's uh, uh, at Staples. We already played in Brooklyn. Okay. Okay, that's what I was. Yeah, because oh yeah yeah of course because I wanted to go to that one, um but I, and I didn't get a chance to. But I was like I'm going to the Lakers at MSG. So okay yeah we gotta we really gotta gotta uh, win that game Ooh. against Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm just saying. Also, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, Doc Rivers. Uh, oh yeah. Pl- uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess. I guess um, Austin Rivers and D'Angelo Russell played uh, basketball together in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, when when uh, D'Angelo went to Montverde, so <laughs> Doc Rivers said that the Lakers gave up too soon on D'Angelo Russell, and I was like, "If you don't shut the hell up, like I don't want to hear that. <laughs> like, yeah, shut no. mind your business." The Clippers are loving every second of what the Lakers are going through right now. They 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 like, have talked about the Zubok trade. I mean, granted, it's that they got that player, but like they've brought it up unnecessary. As I said, pointed out in previous episodes, they've pointed out like for no reason about fifty times. Yeah, they I feel like Jerry West is going to write a new memoir and it's going to be ta- called "How I Stole Zubots: <laughs> <laughs> The Art of the Swindle." Like I don't want to hear about it anymore. Lou Williams will be at the free throw line, and they'll be like, "Ah, oh, Lou Williams, former Laker. You know who else? Former Laker Zubok. That's crazy to me how they traded him. It's like you already said that." Oh my gosh! Sorry, I don't. I don't know why, but I just thought about the schedule again and how we're probably not going to win again for the rest of the season. <laughs> Brooklyn game. They put. They start Caruso and put him on D'Lo. That would be. That would be fun for me to watch. That would be awesome. Yeah, because I do not want to see Rondo trying to guard D'Lo. I think I think I'd actually break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll the point guard, functioning. The point guard we used to have versus the point guard we have now. Man, guys, I just oh, yeah, man. we're we're ending this too depressingly. All right, you know what? We may not win for the rest of the season, but we're gonna win in that draft. <laughs> Bull, bull, baby. <laughs> um, I yeah, I mean, it's it, it, I I don't want to be depressing again. It's sad because that I just I just doubt that that player is gonna play a, a unif- play a game in the Laker uniform. I doubt it. So and, and obviously it depends on who falls. I mean, maybe not. Like you would you would want it to to depend on who falls to us, right? Like you would hope that there are a couple guys that the scouting department has, you know, yeah, put an asterisk next to their name saying, you know, magic, like if, if this guy falls to our pick, like we have to keep this guy or if we hop up in the lottery. We have to, yeah. you know, keep this guy. Um, yeah. I, but I, I just, I just feel like whoever, whoever the Lakers draft won't be a Laker. I, hey, but I did he go to know. Michigan though? So you guys, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going down this rabbit hole. Um, Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> Listen, as, if the Lakers trade the pick before they even pick before they draft the player, I just hope Jesse Buss tells us who he would have drafted. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Just I so we can follow along that player. Yeah, <laughs> Raj, would you still count him as the young core? <laughs> no, he, he never played a game. <laughs> Jesse Buss is a member of the Young Corps, to be honest with you. <laughs> untouchable. The most untouchable of the Young Corps. And the second youngest to Caruso. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I know, here, 
before we before we sign off, I am curious just because we were talking about um, lottery odds and whatnot, and I know we've done our, our playoff bracket already, and we've done it on wax, so we don't need to do it again. But not not in terms of who you think is going to win. Um, are there any teams that you guys sort of not and not not the uh, obvious teams, but any any teams that you guys are going to be rooting for uh, this this time next month? Um, not to make your playoff bracket right, but to just 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 because you care. Yeah. Or rooting against. Also, yeah. I got a couple rooting against. I tweeted mm-hmm. I t- I tweeted this out yesterday. I I would go for Brooklyn first, just because D'Lo, and right. once they get eliminated, because I mean, well, no, I'm a fan. They're they're not going to get eliminated. Uh, if they do, unfortunately, um, I'm gonna go for the Bucks. Uh, but for the people who I don't want to go for i would want the warriors out early just because drama and then there's katie and clay as free agents um then celtics for obvious reasons and then uh the raptors because i want Kawhi to not enjoy toronto i it, having them go out the first round would be amazing like i i want them out so bad that even if it was celtics against raptors first round i would want raptors to lose that's interesting just because i think i think that would be big because i mean i don't know how Kawhi loves toronto or not but have being out eliminated the first round when you're this what are they the second seed Mm -hmm. that's just Mm -hmm. that's not okay yeah i'm rooting for milwaukee i i just want to see Giannis in like the finals i guess i think that's like the most interesting um I'm rooting for Portland. I like Dame a lot. Um, of course, Celtics. I want out, and I, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like how good Toronto does in the playoffs really like affects Kawhi's decision for some reason. Like, you don't think so? I, those two. I don't know. He just seems like different. He's never felt like a part of that team. He sat out like half the games. Like, I, so you I think? Like, you think he's for sure out? It's that's how I see it. Like, he just doesn't seem like a guy who turned down like. Two hundred eighty million dollars to play in Toronto. Yeah, you know? like I just don't see that. So I feel like he's out anyway. But yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. To be honest, um, yeah, it, like I, I, I feel like maybe it's different for Paul George because Paul George is a different dude. But Kawhi, yeah. it's it seemed like he knew what he wanted. Yeah. Um, at the onset, and like you said, you know. This man drives a '96 Chevy Tahoe and uses Wingstop coupons. Like he's not turning down an extra hundred million dollars, <laughs> and 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 then like forgetting about it just because. Um, so I'm actually rooting for Detroit pretty heavy. I want them to go as far as possible. You're a big Drummond um, guy. I'm a <laughs> I'm a big Blake guy actually, huge. Uh, uh, um, and I really like like he's playing. He he's getting to be what I thought he should have been on the yeah. Clippers, but the Clippers had Chris Paul, who's kind of a commandeering personality. Yeah. He's like the leader of the team. He gives really great interviews where he's really candid and honest about like what what's ailing the team, which mm-hmm. I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I remember one time he was like, they won a game and he was getting interviewed um, after the game on the court, the walk-off interview, and he was just like disappointed. Oh, he was yeah, just like, this yeah. is, <laughs> we're not playing well. Like we're, we don't take things seriously. Like we really need to reevaluate. And meanwhile, Reggie Jackson is like photo bombing oh, him yeah. during the interview. Oh, yeah, that was uh, great. Yeah, yeah. Like, you just saw time, Blake Reggie. give like this awkward look. He was just like, not the right time. <laughs> the little half smile, like yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I just I love the I love the way I love the way he's playing. He's like he, he crosses people up. He takes ankles like yeah. he's he's hitting like step back threes. He's he's doing everything, and I love I love the um, the big on big pick and roll with him and Drummond when they do that. I love that too. Yeah, uh, and I just. It, I, obviously, I don't think I think their ceiling is capped because they don't they have like no guard play, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, if they play a team like Indiana, like okay, I think I think they can figure that out. Um, you know, in the first round, and then eventually, like you get you get a guy like Blake Griffin, who's to me like a star. A star. He's got a star talent. You yeah. get a guy like Blake Griffin um, in the playoffs in the second round. You know, that's a matchup problem. So I would love to see yeah. him. Uh, other than that. I, I'm I'm really lame. I just don't I don't care about the West at all. I just want Denver to lose. Uh-huh. That's all I care about. I just want Denver to lose in the first round. I want Utah to sweep Denver. Other than that, <laughs> I don't care. Well, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I want Utah to sweep Denver. I want Jamal Murray to go like three for nineteen in the series. <laughs> in the whole series, just get shut. No shots. <laughs> Those arrows just all missing. Yeah. No. He's, yeah. Got, he's got no arrows left. He's shooting um, blanks. But yeah, it's crazy, guys. That we have like four more weeks, and that's it in the regular season. So, yeah, that's that. that this season went by pretty damn fast. It did. Yeah, I I say that a lot through each season, but this one went by to me faster than the others. I Just, I think yeah, I think it's because like. The game stopped mattering like two weeks ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's why it's starting to just fly by. Cause like, oh, they play today. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a nine a.m. game. Ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> also, I'm just. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just ready. Like, I'm so ready. It's been. It's been exhausting. You. You. I'm stealing this from you, Raj. This has been like four seasons in one. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like. We we had like the putting the team together see, like season. We had the LeBron's injured season. We had the the no the no Lonzo season. We had the four seed. We had the fighting for the playoffs, and now we have the lottery. Like it's just been a lot, and I'm stressed. Yeah. I'm stressed, and I'm so ready for it to lines. end. It's so yeah, good. and then like in the middle of it all was the AD fiasco. Oh man! Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. How did I even forget that? That's crazy. <laughs> it's okay because there's just been a lot. That's why. Yeah. yeah. So, um, real quick, but before we before we give our our closing thoughts, this is a quick aside. Um, obviously the Lakers lost to the Knicks yesterday. Um, Ennis Cantor from Portland. Tweeted out hashtag strive for greatness with the Statue of Liberty emoji. Oh no, he didn't. Yes. Yet, right after the game, and I know he didn't watch the game. I know Ennis Cantor did not get up at eight forty-five to watch the whole game. So that means this man got the Bleacher Report notification on his phone, <laughs> and was just like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to hop in this." <laughs> um, but that's not the real reason I, I brought up Ennis Cantor. The real reason I brought us up Ennis Cantor is because. He can't leave the country because of his visa issues, um, and like you know his his beef with uh, President Erdogan. Yeah. So, it just imagine in an, in a weird scenario that you know Portland just made the finals and played Toronto in the finals. <laughs> this man could only go to half the games. <laughs> that, that blows my mind. Yeah, that'd be wild. So that means Portland will have a good defense for half the game. 
<laughs> that's just yo i don't i don't that just blows my like that i mean i feel like that's what would, like he would just go off he would just have like 30 and 25 in game one and portland would score like 140 points and then the next game toronto would score like 80 points because they just lock it down <laughs> defensively <laughs> I don't know. That blows my mind. I, I just wanted to share that with you guys. No, that, that would be crazy. That would. That's do you think? Do you think they'd find a way for him to go to Toronto, or you think there's no chance? I, I think there's no chance. I think the moment he steps off of American soil, his his uh, his situation is dire. Yeah. Like his situation is yeah. dire here, but any any other country, Damn. I think he's uh, that's tough. Well, I'm just gonna say this. That's not gonna happen, though. Like, <laughs> Portland's not making it. Very. Low. That's one thing I am interested in seeing after last year's embarrassing sweep. How they're gonna how they're gonna bounce back? Right. Because a, a a similarly disappointing series for that team could could mean drastic changes for the franchise. I'm not trying to like overreact, but like you get swept by New Orleans, who is a lottery team now. And then you know you say they lose to I, I don't even know you know they're set up they're set up they to lose. play OKC right now, yeah. but exactly that like that if uh, if OKC just goes out and sweeps them yeah. then you got to start asking questions um, so that'll be interesting not even just sweeps them I think just beats them even even if they don't get out of the first round yeah honestly because yeah, they're capped out right I believe I believe they like paid all their role players I believe oh they like, are they, capped out yeah yeah. They paid uh, Harkless and um, forgot the other guys. Evan Turner. Evan Turner, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean these guys are getting Le'Veon Bell money, so you know they're they're definitely <laughs> who who do you who do you like bad. more, CJ McCollum or Bradley Beal? I think it's Beal. Beal. Yeah, I'm I'm going with Beal yeah, also. Same, I'm going Beal. So defensively, um, better better you more more usable in the offense without having the ball in his hands, which is huge. Yeah. Because we got that LeBron guy, so yeah, <laughs> interesting. If they do get out of the first round, maybe they'll look to trade those two. Magic would be interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't. I don't want to get into the uh, potential <laughs> CJ McCollum uh, trade packages. I, I, all that's going to do is make me sad. Yeah, let's not. Let's not go down that rat path right now. No. All right, uh, we, I, we always do this. We always say, well, let's not be depressed. We're not getting on a depressing note, and then we get back there somehow. Um, but it's okay. It's okay, because we play the Bucks on Tuesday, oh, and uh, <laughs> the tank lives on. <laughs> the game that literally could have, if we won that game, that could have just sparked the whole thing. Oh, I'm not going down this path. Crap, never mind, never no. mind, nothing. No. <laughs> yeah, can't no. wait for this game. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Um, all right. Well, right before we go, one last thing. I want to apologize to uh, Mark Matson. I feel like we oh uh, yeah yeah slandered him pretty badly totally. last time. So, and then I went back and like looked at it and did a little research. I was like, oh yeah, I think he was right. So he knows that it's the G League and it's the South Bay Lakers. Yeah, so. no, because he Sorry posted it on Instagram and then he shared it on Twitter and Twitter just. He was completely right about the algorithms just like messing yeah. it up. And we were just like, what is he talking about? <laughs> what is this guy saying? This guy this guy works in the same facility. How does he not know? Yeah. Uh yeah, sorry, sorry, Mark Matson. Yeah. 
Big big ups, big apologies. We uh we jumped the gun a little bit there. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt your technological savviness at all. At all. And we just we just we miss your dance moves. We we need some more of that on the bench this season as it ends. <laughs> I would I would love watching games if like after every point Mark Matson just stood up and danced. That would I would <laughs> that would make that would make games so much more fun. <laughs> It would make it even more fun if he did like the Lonzo dance uh, from from that video in the practice facility. Oh yeah, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or his <laughs> I'm one about with your arms out and you're like jerking back and forth. I'm trying to do it right now. I can't really like. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or his one. We need a video podcast. Or his one that he did with God's plan that Kuzma videotaped. No, I haven't I seen that one. I don't remember it. You remember it or don't? No, I don't. Oh. Uh, it's where he like tosses his shoes as he walks in. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I gotta see this. This sounds funny. Maybe hold on. I uh, maybe I'm botching this. Maybe it's not God's plan. Is it God's plan? Wait, Lonzo Ball, God's plan. <laughs> yep, yep. It's I hope God's the freestyle plan. Comes I got up. it. I'm I'm right. I'm okay. always right. <laughs> <laughs> Except when talking about Mark Madsen. Huh? Except yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, no, that was that was that was Roger's fault. Not yeah, that was my fault. Yeah. I brought that up. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys watch? Oh, it? I thought you were gonna play the video. Oh my, I thought that's what you were gonna do. Well, if I no, play, no, no. if I no, play, if I play the video, they can't watch it. Yeah, all the yeah, we're just gonna frustrate people. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Hold up. All right, so he walks in and he's pretending like he's not looking at the camera. He throws his shoes and he wipes his face. He starts doing a little circles and then swipes up, swipes down, swipes up, swipes down, rubs his head, uh, pumps his chest, and uh, yeah, that's that's the end. Thank you, thank you. Just a little play by play. Uh, yeah, no, it's whatever. They call me the stool lance of uh, play by plays. They don't. They don't call me that. Yeah. All right. So in the future, we'll end every podcast on Ali playing a video from his phone and describing to the audience what happened. Yeah. That. Let's do that. I'm so down. Next one. Next one can be the one where Bonga uh, dances with Mo Wagner. I don't know if you guys seen that, but it's really. We're not going to go into that right now, but it's pretty good. Bro, you just have all the content. How am I missing this stuff? (laughs) Anyway, I'll send it to you. (laughs) (laughs) all right well um once again we are recording after a loss but uh hopefully we'll get a win on tuesday against the bucks and if that would be go ahead have any videos that you want us to play by play just you know send it in (laughs) oh you know how we're gonna end today here's what we're gonna do hey if you're listening to this right now please feel free to subscribe to the podcast mm-hmm. on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere else you listen to podcasts. And if you could be so kind, leave us a five-star review. Or if you want to leave less stars, don't leave a review. <laughs> and just text us or Twitter, tweet at somebody your suggestion. But it would be great to have some reviews, some subscribers, and uh, tell somebody about the podcast. Play them a snippet, a clip. Do some advertising for us. How's that, guys? Was that good to plug? That, no, that was that was, that was awesome. That was that was beautiful. Did you have a script awesome. in front of you? 
No, 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 no. Wow. Off the top of the head, freestyle. Can you can you nice. write that out for me so I can memorize it and like I'll I'll say that I'm next do time. That. I'll make it rhyme. I'll make it a limerick. I feel like I could I could. <clears throat> hey guys, you know I could do like that voice. You know like the the. Are you gonna do like Quiet Storm like slow jams? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the forum. Like scare. Leave us a review. Like share and subscribe. If they made it this far, like that's amazing. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I assume most people just you know backed out right when I started doing the play by play. They were like, "What the fuck yeah, is going on?" Like, I feel like that should be in the beginning of the pod. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that's gonna take some serious editing to like chop that up and bring, well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> if you've made it this far, thank you for listening. Uh, and until next time. This has been The Forum. Peace out.